This is Coda Radio, episode 518 for May 15th, 2023. Hey friend, welcome in to Jupiter Broadcasting's weekly talk show, taking a pragmatic look at the art and the business of software development and, you know, the world of technology. My name is Chris and joining us every single week, fired up and ready to go, it's our host, Mr. Dominic. Hello, Mike. Uh, you can call me Q from now on. Oh, now is that just Mr. Anon or? No, Mr. Anon is a property of Warner Brothers. Uh, we don't want to <laughs> fuck with them. Great, gotcha. So we're just going by Q. But I think Q might be owned by Star Trek. I won't name names, but someone accused me of being Q today. God, that'd be so awesome. To which I said, I will reroute your ship. I like how you already knew where I was going with this. See, that's what you get for 13 years of broadcasting together. He knew (laughs) exactly what I was going to twist this into. I just, I I like the idea that it's like a low-key thing this entire time you've been Q and uh, you'd say anything. You didn't even hint about it. I just, I love that idea so much. I'm, I'm. Even in my most glorious of drunken benders, I somehow managed to conceal that I was Q. Well, let me check a few facts here, because I got my how to tell if somebody's a QAnon. Or, um, oh, I'm sorry. Can facts? I ask you a couple of questions? Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hold on, Goldilocks. Yeah. What, what? Yeah, you can try, but I, I'm not sure I'm going to like this. Okay. Ah, that's one of the things. Does not believe in facts. Okay, check that one off. God damn it. Do you or have you ever had the Reddit app installed on your phone? Guilty as charged. Oh, okay, that's it. You, uh, According to this, you are in fact QAnon. I, that, that is the entire checklist, and I have now have verified. And that is what this individual who is convinced <laughs> and passionately on a conference call with my mother on FaceTime asserted that I was Q. Can we just get in? Can we roll with it? Let's go with it. Maybe you could monetize that idea, dude. Software development angle, you know, it's a strug. I think I should not have said a word and just like made the Q app and been like, Here's the evidence. I have the Reddit app on my iPhone. I'm therefore guilty. I mean, if you think about it, if you're trying to optimize your energy and your time, it's probably way easier to make money coming up with QAnon conspiracies than it is making apps. So, you know what I'm saying? I've never been sadder in my life because that is 100% true. (laughs) Speaking of ways that people apparently make money that we never even considered, I deeply passionately love the apple rumor scene as a big apple event comes oh, up i hate it you love it it's so gross oh oh i do now it so remember how last week we talked about how german was saying there was going to be no new m3 max this year no m3 stuff remember that was just what german said last week my memory does last more than five days yes this week German now says that they're testing M3 chips and that they're buying out all of TSMC's capacity, or at least 90% of TSMC's three nanometer production capacity, and that we're probably going to see the Mac Pro this year. Hang on. Mark, I'm going to ask Mark. Can you hear this? Okay, Mark. Let me pour some Mark. This is how Mark German does his predictions. He has a couple friends at Apple that he drinks with. They sit down on a FaceTime call. Yeah. I think you're right. And then, you know, their brother goes on the call and is like, I'm pretty sure you're Q. Did, did you <laughs> did you hear about the leaker who was fed specific information to identify the staffer that, that and they fired the staffer, which was the leaker's sister? Did you hear that the CIA shot five guys because they couldn't figure out that tactic before Apple did? Joking, joking. Did you hear that the CIA killed JFK? Did you hear that I killed JFK because I'm Q and I can go back in time? <laughs> right. Yes. That's right. I did not just admit to a capital felony. Hang on. Let's, let's, woo. A guy, another guy named Michael on social also says that Apple's going to announce baked in support in the Apple Silicon neutral engine for open source LLMs, including the ability to run them on the Internet phone and the Internet pad. This is going to be their AI play is to essentially enable all the open source tooling to run as fast as possible on macOS. Are you actually going to make me be serious now? I was enjoying cosplaying drunk. Do I actually have to be serious? I think this is a good move. I think this is this is kind of savvy. All right, fine, fine, fine. Okay, so I have many questions. Let's start at the top, shall we? Okay. What the hell is open source LLM models? Is that open AI? Because I bet it's not. <laughs> no, I think it's like... It's like the meta stuff that leaked a couple of months ago and a couple of other sets. Yeah, it's 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 not meta. If it is meta, I would be very, you know, they still hate meta. right? Yeah. Well, you remember the whole moat thing we talked about recently where Google's moat 
as a uh, maybe was that one, was that in the coderly? Did we not talk about that in the show? That might have been in the. That was the special. We're not, can, can they pay us first? Is that okay with you? <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. Sorry. Sorry. Let me go down my list of things that are stupid in this prediction. I, I've got this. Yeah, yeah. Apple doesn't care. This whole AI thing is a marketing thing for them. And, you know, a number of small ISVs, including some in Florida. They don't care, right? They're making 30% off of, by the way, Happy Mother's Day. Mothers playing Candy yeah, Crush. Happy Mother's Day. Right? Mm-hmm. And Clash of Clans on the toilet. I know this because my mom, my stepmom, my wife, a couple aunties, and some women I randomly met when I was drinking too much, all are on my Apple account. And in the morning and in the evening, the charges expand <laughs> right when you'd be on the toilet. So you're, you're, paying their, you're paying their iTunes purchases? It's just market research. I, I should write it off as market research, too, because... I'm paying the whole family's iTunes purchases, including Angela's. I'm paying for her purchases. I'm paying for everybody's iTunes purchases, too. And I'm the only schmuck not buying stuff. (laughs) I don't remember the last time I bought something on the App Store. And yet my Apple card is always like, yo, dog, you have lots of points. I'm like, why? My son, unfortunately, has discovered Minecraft Legends, the level of sadness that I'm experiencing right now. Oh, it's please. Please, I I've been there. No, le- have you? Have, but Legends is even worse. I be no, I've been at Legends, man. I'd beg to go back to Legends. Anything to get these kids out of Scam Simulator X on Roblox. They got me in on monthlies. Then they got me in on supplemental purchases. But Dad, it's raining outside. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, my son did try Roblox, and then someone called mm-hmm. Boy Master XX whatever tried to friend him, and I deleted that. With the wrath of a thousand private equity companies deleting Sun. Oh, you got to You got to be on this. You got to be on this. All right, but back to the Mac for a second. I actually think it's. I think it's going to happen, and I think Apple is savvy to do it because if you think about the consumer base that's buying MacBook Pros, big portion of that is developers and creatives, and they're going to want to use the open source tooling to tinker around on their own machine. I have used Stable Diffusion on my uh, M1 Max, mm. and it's very competitive. It's very, it's not as fast as a high-end GPU system, but that neural chip... It, it's the phone part that I question. Yeah, okay. I mean, I would even believe an iPad Pro. I'm no argument. What if, they, what if they put an M3 in the iPhone 15? There's a rumor that the iPhone 15 Pro is going to be extremely expensive. Apple has been unwilling, though, right, historically. Now, it could change to segregate the market like that and have like a good phone and a bad phone. If they did that, they would effectively have a good phone and a bad phone. Or actually, a good phone and a bunch of bad phones. Well, I mean, it'd just be probably like the current-gen processor in the 15, and then the Pro is the one that gets the really nice processor. So, So if you believe this AI stuff at all, having a phone that can run it locally and all the other phones can't, that's a that's a chasm. That's a that's a big divide. That is true. That sucks from a developer standpoint. Not just a developer standpoint, a user standpoint, but as a dev, especially because Apple doesn't allow you just to target specific phones, except in uh, you know super specific cases. I'm sorry. A Chinese company just offered me a job at four hundred thousand dollars a year. Literally, I forgot to turn off my email notifications. Really? What yeah. are they doing? What are they? What are they? They said, we're not the Chinese secret service. Okay. Well, then that's probably, you can probably take their word at that. And as a package deal, they want to know if TechCrunch can come back. I, it wasn't me. Man, you hear about Vice, right? Vice is being shut down, by the way, not a conspiracy, actually being sold to George Soros. Wait, is that real? I thought that was bull****. Yeah. It's really George Soros. Well, Soros owns the company buying it, so yeah, people are saying it's George Soros, right? Um, and uh, BuzzFeed shutting down. It's collapsing, man. And, you know, the ad market is just absolutely devastated. I mean, you know, you and I know some podcasters that have been saying this for a bit. I've been saying this for a bit, but I, pff, wow. If I'd take, if I, if I had a Chinese uh, Secret Service offer me a job for $400,000, i would have to think about it. <laughs> and that's how you lose a security clearance, kids. They're right there. Should we move on since we're, you know, we're just weeks away from WWDC and we'll see what Apple does and we can ponder bait about it then. Can I ask one question before you move on? Just to mess up your segue? because it's what I do for fun. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Are we getting the AR headset? 
God, there's a lot of smoke. And I will bet you, I will bet you, let's make a bet, then when we eventually see each other, one of my martinis, that will kill you. So we're betting a martini, and you're going to bet no? I can't see how it's possible. I, I would love to be wrong, right? This is where I want to be the loser. I, I want to lose. I saw a couple of guys on Twitter last night saying that they got their they got to use the headset for a couple of hours. They're, what guys? These guys have names, or are they like the guys from New Jersey that I'm going to go see in, in June? I don't remember, but I know Robert, Robert Scoble dropped in on the thread, so you might be able to track it down that way. And they say it's incredible. If it's him and Lee Laporte, I've seen both their dicks. Terrible. <laughs> I know. I, well, it's horrible. Uh, and other things. It's just, it's just. Anyways, they're saying it's blow away good. They're saying it's better than anything anybody else has done. Oh. So I guess just to have fun, I'll go for a yes. I think they're going to have it. I do, uh, but with a caveat. Blow away good? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of, that's a lot of sprinkles on the ice cream sundae there. It's, uh, they're make they were setting the expectations high. Yeah. Mm. All right, I'll take I'll take that action. I have a caveat though. My caveat is I don't think Apple should release it. I think it's a huge mistake in the market we're entering when everybody's playing with AI tools for free and you come out with a $2000 headset that has a nascent ecosystem. I'm sorry, you think it's only going to be $2000? Well, yeah, right. That's probably before you get a single accessory. That's wild. I'm thinking 3. Oh, dude. That'd be suicide. That'd be suicide. So we're right. So we're gonna we're betting a martini, and I'm gonna I'll I'll take that they're gonna ship it bet because I've just seen all the smoke, but I don't think they should. I hope you're right. I'm gonna make up a convention that we're gonna go to this summer. You really think it's only gonna? How could it possibly be two grand? I'm I'm thinking of the components required, unless they're willing to take a bath. Well, here's the thing: they produce high resolution scale uh, at screens at scale. They produce the chips at scale. They produce the speakers at scale. They they have uh, they you know they have all the experience working with the materials. So if they use components that are essentially you know iPhone cameras for the for the optical sensors and you know an iPad screen that's been cut to fit a headset, you know if they if they reutilize some of the existing technologies that they ship in their products that are very high end, I think they could get there. If they could ship it at a certain scale. Can I leak canceled products? <laughs> yeah, okay. So a whole gamer radio thing. I was trying to build a tablet that you could carry for uh, TCG and RPG players. That would basically be like your map. You know, you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. You're playing, uh, I, I play, I don't like Dungeons and Dragons, but I, you know, Mansions of Horror, right? The Lovecraft is basically the indie. All that kind of stuff. Sure. And you could do it because I, this is going to make us sad. I believe another pandemic is coming because, you know, math. But we're all going to want to keep our game groups together. And I was talking to a number of, uh, well, let's say interesting vendors in Colombia and uh, Mexico. Cigar vendors? No, hardware vendors. And some in Asia. and Cocaine? Of course there's cocaine. How could there not be cocaine? <laughs> um, and some in Belarus, which is not Russia, though if you're, you know, fighting a war, you might be confused. I could not. So I wanted to get the tablet down to two ninety nine. I'm not joking. This is a real thing. I I like spent a year on. I spun up Gamer Radio for it. Um, my buddy Dave is going to punch me in the face because he's a CTO and he hates when I leak things we canceled. Spent a lot of money. Managed to lose a lot of money, which is, I did think about putting Windows on it, and I should have learned my lesson the first time. Well, we all make that mistake. Uh, you know what I ended up, though? It's very sad. I mean, not me, but. The Windows Action Show is coming, Chris. I can feel it. Oh, yeah? You know what I ended up with? BSD. Hmm. It was, it, the software, I think, was pretty good. The challenge because as a small company, I couldn't buy enough components to get the prices down low enough. I would have had to charge iPad prices for this tablet. And I would have broke even. Just about. And that doesn't include shipping. So I would have actually lost money at the end of the day, right? I found a very similar thing with Swag, actually. It's like if I was a ginormous company, or even just if I sold to thousands a month, let's say, I could reach a scale at which I could probably even offer free shipping to a lot of people. But if I'm only going to sell 
two, three, four, five hundred something, maybe fifteen hundred over three months. None of that is available to me. I have to pay the most absolutely high rates for everything. I mean, to ship internationally, it was often over a hundred thousand dollars for shipping. Oh yeah, I mean a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, hundred. <laughs> I went to my local UPS store, which I'm a very good customer of because uh, this might be a little too inside baseball, but a thing I often do is people like ship uh, the Mad Botter devices, usually like Raspberry Pis or you know weird Texas Instruments uh, boards. We program them, we send them back, right? We, I could not get UPS to agree to any number, like any number, on a static rate. And by static rate, I mean, you know, I don't give a if there's a tornado in Kansas. Right. You're just going to always know you're paying X amount. Right. The other fun thing was it turned out that there's another company that's trying to do this. And I ended up on a conversation with the gentleman who runs that company. And he was telling me, he's like, this is horrible. I said, why? He said, well, you know what people end up doing? I said, I don't know. Do you want to tell me? They buy one copy. They put it on an Android tablet. They crack They crack the APK. Mm-hmm. And then they give it to all their buddies. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Meanwhile, I spent on... Because the idea is you're selling the device. You're not, you're not selling the software, right? The, so then he tried to do a subscription. Okay. And I, I said, man, why are you telling me this? I'm potentially your competitor. You know what he told me? I'm moving back to game development consulting. That's literally what he told me. He said, I'm not doing this anymore. We're, we're supporting the existing warranties we have. That's it. Because it's just so damn hard. Because the truth is, if you're a small company, think about this, Chris. You got to order a screen. You got to, mm-hmm. or, or you could do one of these, uh, they're like pre-mates. ready. Right. Pre-mates. But, they're barely below retail. They're like a hundred bucks below retail, and they're not very well built usually. And they're crap. It's just, uh, it's I don't know. I don't know if you know what. Should we talk about hardware development? Because I I do do some of it. I always hear it's such a nightmare. You know, we could do an episode on it. We probably could. I mean, I'd love to know. I mean, I can imagine it's awful when I see something like the Google Pixel tablet coming in at four ninety nine with a base station speaker. I don't know how they're getting that price. It's, it seems impossible. I could tell you how. They gar- so in these conversations with, I'm just going to, you know, make fun, the Colombian. Oh, yeah, I know. You guarantee mm-hmm. a minimum purchase. That's how. And you pay up front. That's probably why they're giving away Pixel watches with so much stuff. Like, you go to their event, you get a Pixel watch. Right. Those watches are our loss leader. It, it used to not be like this. I know I derailed your show notes. I'm sorry. But can Deckard can help us here for a second? Yeah, Deckard's always hanging out because he knows you love to tell us a good story. Would you like us to stay a while and listen? Stay a while and listen. You used to be able to buy parts on 30 days uh, net 30 credit. These goddamn kids, Chris. Reese and Deck, uh, Dylan are killing us. That was the 70s and 80s and 90s. And even the early aughts you could buy on credit. I bought on credit more than once in the aughts. Now... Everybody wants a minimum purchase with a deposit up front. It's horrible. And you know who bought on credit 30 days? You know. Come on, Chris. Who, you? No. Apple. Steve Jobs. Steve Wozniak. The first Apple ones they bought on zero down net 30 credit. Yep. The first machines that they built. With a 50% profit margin. Yeah. Yep. And it was scary. You know, it was it, it was a scary thing to do, right? But... It was an option, and it could go wrong, but... I remember buying on credit the first couple times for iPads, and I was horrified because I had net 30. I did have to put 25% down, and I was terrified because we were, at the time, a three-man or two... No, three-man shop, and I'm like, if this job goes bad, I'm in the hole roughly $20,000. I guess is the difference now the production is being done overseas in these very large shops where it's not even worth everybody showing up unless the order is at a certain amount, right? And so as opposed to maybe something that was manufactured domestically and, you know, the cost structure was just different. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking at a turn here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fry some light bacon. 
Ooh, ooh it smells hmm. good. Yeah, I don't know. It smells little smells alligator. Fatty. Actually, it smells del- smells delicious. Well, alligator wow. bacon is very healthy for you, actually. You know, I gotta try that then. I think you're 100 percent right, but I'll add that I think in the early aughts, there was still a culture from the bigger companies that we don't kneecap the the kids, right? We don't. Now they're like, no. You order ten thousand units or nothing. Mm-hmm. But Google I.O. was uh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bunch of, well, I guess it was, I mean, we saw the foldable device. We saw the tablet. You know, we saw them really come out hard on AI. I don't know if you watched the event, but there were several times they had the wrong slides. Uh, one presenter went out on stage and forgot to bring their phone. So they couldn't do the demo at first. There was a lot of kind of that sort of stuff. Uh, Sundar Pichai was on stage uh, kind of doing the DJ thing again. And uh, just said, hey, Google's been an AI-first company for seven years, and we're doubling down on that. And we're integrating BARD and Google AI into everything. And they, they mean it. So BARD's now open to the public. You don't have to wait on the list, but you do have to sign in. And you can expect it to come to your Gmail, and they're going to do advanced writing. One of the things, generative email writing, so one of the things you'll be able to do is open up a Gmail compose window and tell it the essence. I want to write an email to Mike about alligator bacon and how he could send me some, right? And then it'll write a much longer, lengthier email that you can then copy on your end, put into your AI summarizer, and reduce it back down to the basic message it could have been in the first place. So they're going to offer that kind of stuff. They're going to have a foldable phone that has a huge crease down the middle for $1,800, but you get a free watch, that sort of stuff. I don't know. This is the third or fourth time we've seen them go at a tablet. Maybe with the foldable phone, if it's a success, we'll see some app people outside of just google's core developers make some apps for it but no we won't tablet experience has been kind of crap all along so i'm skeptical android tablets are dead except for the enterprise where they make a ton of sense by the way in the enterprise yeah android tablets that's where they belong that's why they exist i i did watch this io but i don't know chris i felt kind of bored is that mean google's had a lot of ios that have felt the same for years now where they're kind of promising the same thing, but just with different words now. Uh, like a lot of the stuff they promised us before, they would have just labeled as Google Assistant. But now they don't talk about Assistant at all. Now it's all barred, but it's just kind of an evolution of what they've always been working on. Which, which I hate because Shakespeare was much more competent than Google. <laughs> I do get the sense, though. I agree that this I.O. was boring. In fact, it was so wild. There was like zero coverage of it beforehand until it was just live and then i don't know it was just really no hype but that's fine i would say no drip i've learned some slang all right yeah but didn't you get the sense that google is hungry again a little bit like they were really they really want to be the king of ai they they i feel like there has been some come to jesus conversations inside google that they got lapped and now they want to come out swinging and i think that's why bard is out and no longer under uh, beta white a wait list and Bard isn't necessarily giving accurate information all the time either. I think Google was waiting. They were scared. Perhaps they didn't want to associate incorrect answers with the Google brand. And so they were still working on it behind the scenes. And then Microsoft and OpenAI kind of came around and lapped them. Microsoft slapped it right into Bing on the sidebar there. Boom, bada bing. You can go talk to the bot. And Google had to respond hardcore. And so now they're shipping this stuff. And I don't necessarily think it's totally production ready. I've been using Bard now since Google I.O., and it's it's pretty good, but it gets stuff wrong, just like Chat GPT does. I couldn't disagree more. Oh, really? Okay. I I think you're on crack. I mean, Google is Microsoft circa 2006. Mm, I don't disagree there. They realize they are. They've got nothing to go. The reward does not out out, out outweigh the risk for them. AI will cannibalize search, right? So winning is losing no matter what they do here. And also, they're, they're too... Go- I'm sorry, but... Oh, my God. I'm going to agree with Scott Galloway and Kara Swisher, and I'm going to cry. They're too damn big. You can't be a cable company, YouTube, which I'm sorry, but they're effectively Hulu at this juncture. A search engine. A cell phone provider. Oh, yeah. And the worst part is my company is a customer. Fine. I just keep forgetting that we have those numbers. <laughs> Uh-huh. I need to cancel that. Thank you. An office suite company. Yeah, Google Docs is good. I, I give them that. And their biggest business, an advertising agency for the internet. 
Right. Like, you can't, you can't do everything, right? You gotta just calm the hell down. Oh, well, that's not how it works. You know that. Well, it's not working, though. It's not working. None of these companies should have been shocked by OpenAI. And Microsoft, to their credit, is quickly embracing and extending it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yep, that's what that is what's happening here. That's what they're doing. I actually, I, unlike you, I am more bullish on Google in this area than I am Microsoft. Because you're a romantic, because you, you remember go- the good old Google. All right, I'll have your case. Go ahead. I think they've been building this for a while. I think they lack the capability to execute it public, publicly in a strategic and competitive way. But I think that is disconnected from the in-house development that is far and above beyond anything that anybody else has been doing for a while. On top of which, let's not forget the old narrative that we used to say all the time. Google is an industrial learning machine through their ad system, through YouTube, through every Bard is aware of every transcript on YouTube. You can tell Bard to go search a YouTube channel and ask it what that YouTube channel has said about subject XYZ. It's not great yet, but they've got every email. They've got every doc. They've got every message that goes to their messaging platform that they may or may not be reading. They have all these signals about our behaviors, our, our maps, which, by the way, maps is, should be its own business, too. They have all this. It is theirs for the plucking, and they have built up pipelines to capture that data and those signals since day one. Nobody else has that reach. Nobody else has those pipelines. And I think Google's been taking AI very seriously. I think Sundar is telling the truth when he says that for the last seven years, they've been working very hard on AI. I think that is likely true. It's probably one of their unique technical advantages and one of the scariest things about them. And they just now have to bring that to the public. Uh, That's where I think the execution may falter. But I think they're way further along and way more competent then some rickety upstart that's basically been funded by Elon, some buddies, and now a huge cash injection by Microsoft, which is now a puppet, functionally, of Microsoft. That's a hard assertion. I know, but I think it's probably true, right? I would love to be a puppet of Microsoft. Just, you know. Biggest customer. Hey! Satya, if you can hear me. Yeah. Send us a check. I should have taken the goddamn job at Google. Maybe that China company will work out. Linode.com slash coder. Go there to get $100 in 60-day credit, and it's a great way to support the show. And you can check out the exciting news. Linode is now part of Akamai. You have all the developer-friendly tools, including that cloud manager that's beautifully designed, the API that's well-documented with libraries in every language you could possibly want to use, or the CLI tool, which I find absolutely fantastic to back up my machines and take a snapshot and do restores before I do anything too dramatic. All these tools that help you build, deploy, and scale in the cloud, they're still available. But now, combined with Akamai's power and global reach, they're expanding their services to offer more cloud computing resources and tools while providing that reliable, affordable, and scalable solution for users and businesses of all sizes. From a portfolio personal website to the back end for your business. As part of Akamai's global network of offerings, data centers are expanding worldwide. They're investing more than ever in the infrastructure, giving you access to even more resources to help you grow your business and to serve your customers. So why wait? Experience the power of Linode, now Akamai. So go to linode.com slash coder. Get that $100 and learn how Linode, now Akamai, can help you scale your applications from the cloud to the edge. Linode.com slash coder. Well, look at this news. All right, I know, I know, you're thirsty for this. You're, you're like, you're like, you're desperate for this. Go ahead, do it. Look at this. Look at this. Elon Musk is stepping down as CEO of Twitter, and a former NBC executive and World Economic Forum member is becoming the CEO. Linda, I'm, I'm not so sure on the pronunciation of her last name. So, Linda, why? said on a tweet on Saturday that she's been inspired by Elon's vision to create a bright future and is excited to help transform the social media platform. Now, this is an interesting little change. First of all, uh, Elon staying on as to, to focus on product and technology. Totes, my goats, called this. I, I even called it down to the month. Which means he's just piecing out, right? Let's just put our, let's call a spade a spade here. 
he's done. He wants some leverage when he needs it. But yeah, he's got other problems. And what did I say? I said, in five to six months, Elon will step down. He'll appoint a CEO. They will be a much more palatable CEO to the general public. And he'll fade into the background and the controversy will fade. But the gutting changes that he made to Twitter will persist and the business will build back from there. And that's exactly what is happening down to the date. And uh, this CEO is a former ad executive. I want to play. I was I said I wouldn't, but I want to play you a little bit of audio from Elon and Linda. We all knew he would. We knew he was going to do it. I, I had to because it really shows you, I think, the framing of their relationship. Uh-huh. He can't. Ha- he's in love. I go on. And by the way, this is an event where they're up on stage in front of a crowd of uh, ad executives and ad buyers and, you know, people who buy social media ads. So it's meaning people who, when Satan meets them, will be like, welcome home, my friend. Your suite is ready. Yeah. People in the advertising industry who Twitter is trying to court back. So you've got a massive platform. This is Linda. You have a vision yeah. that is a spectrum of just daily open sourced conversation. Open source conversation, the new euphemism for free speech. And, and they can conduct their lives, their business, their commerce, whatever they can do on your platform. That's a pretty big vision. But, but in the middle should be um, advertising opportunity. That sounds like a great opportunity. So you can have your free speech, but you need to have a middle. You need to have a middle that could be a great advertising opportunity. You know, something that's maybe not quite free speech. I can talk about my brand. Mm-hmm. I can get my customers to communicate. And then they could also buy stuff. It sounds yes. pretty good, right? You'll be able to buy things just directly on Twitter. One click, boom, no. done. But they need to feel that there is a, an opportunity for them to influence what you're building. That vision, what we're doing here. With- Advertisers need to feel like they have influence on what Twitter's building. So this is the new CEO. Whoa, whoa, Nelly. Whoa, that's, that's, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's going to be a pretty big change, although I think it is going to be more palatable to advertisers and the mainstream media. Yes, of course. Everybody wants to tell their vendors what to do. That makes a lot of sense to me. Play the net. Play the rest. Go ahead. You're down this path. You're like, all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was going to. All right. Okay. All right. What you're building, that vision, what we're doing here, whether it's me trying to push and prod you uh, on your tweets. Um, for example, you've said... Uh, you probably shouldn't tweet after 3 a.m. Well, I've got my probably good advice for all of us. I've got I think she's trying to signal I'm, I'm going to rein them in a little bit, folks. I'm going to try to rein them in a bit. I got myself into trouble a few times. Um, I'm, I'm very aware of those. Um, she's very aware of those tweets. So after 3 a.m., you travel all over the world. Lord knows how you handle time zones in space. Will you commit to be a little more... Uh, specific and not tweet after 3 a.m. I think she's demonstrating how she's going to try to manage him, right? The way, you know, you travel all over time and space. She's she's showing how she can manage Elon. She she is going to be the bridge between him and Aunt Kara. That's yeah. Right. That's well, and, the, and Kara's types, right? That whole milieu. Yeah. And she tries to get him to commit to not tweeting after 3 a.m. And he says he'll try, but he refuses to commit to it. I, I have more bacon, Chris. I am just cooking. Oh, shoot. Yeah, man. This is a uh, Fifth Avenue, New York bacon. Fifth Avenue, New York bacon. It's encrusted with gold. And it, Ooh, uh, yeah. it's technically illegal to own right now. But we're it's under indictment. That hurts, Mike. I can't Every, even eat this. Everything's illegal. Everything good is illegal. Um, I did not say that, even though I just said it on a tape recording. <laughs> So uh, what do you think? Is is Twitter back, baby? Is 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 Twitter back and it's going to be great? It's going to fail, right? When Trump is the nominee and he says, because this is like baiting the dude, right? When he's like, blah, 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 new lady CEO of Twitter, something grabbed them by the, you know, hoo-ha. He's going to do it because he's who he is. And then they're going to have to ban a presidential candidate from Twitter again? Probably. Yeah, because she actually later in the clip brings up brings up the uh, community council again or whatever they called it, the 
the stakeholder council of uh, moderation or something. Trust and safety council. This is where I lose customers. You either have to be like radically free speech where literally anything goes, like even bull right? Like there's a Godzilla just rose from the Atlantic Sea and is, you know, eating Mike the situation from the Jersey Shore's face right now. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it has to be one or the other. You can't have a middle ground. Why not? Why can't you just have client-side filtering? Because then you'd have to pay client developers. They don't want to do that. But you could solve this by the API essentially being a raw feed, and then the user selects some preferences on the client yeah, side. but they make no money, right? The, 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 the dirty secret here is the crazy stuff, or the most, let's say, engaging stuff, is the best. Like It's, it's why MSNBC and Fox News are the way they are. They make more money than CNN. I'm just, you know. It's the stuff that drives the clicks and the attention. And people want to eat up like it's junk food. Yeah. that is. You're right. And that's what makes it attractive. But that's not what advertisers want. It's sort of a catch-22. Well, and it's not what journalists. It's, it's I mean, I'm not going to go into my argument because we got a couple emails about that. But the problem with tech journal. Okay, well, maybe I am just going to go into it, huh? That I said I wasn't. And I just <laughs> read form in that. Is they're all... They're journalists, right? They're they're liberal people who have liberal values, and they're journalists first, and they got into tech because, you know, they weren't probably good enough to be investigative journalists. And that's why they tend to love – you know what? That's why they fell for Elizabeth Holmes. I, I hate to say it, but it was their political bias because she was a girl. Like – well, I mean, you even see it with Sam Bankman Freed because he played to a sort of autistic stereotype. Well, that's laziness, right? That was, but Elizabeth Holmes well, is like. Well, it was also that altruistic giving away money to causes and, you know, that Sam kind Bankman of. Sam Bankman Freed didn't end up on Obama's council for innovation. I mean, there's a big, big, I hate to hit this point because I get yelled at every time I do, but there's a big difference. Well, she's a mom now, you know. Oh, yeah. And so the New York Times, the New York Times is still laundering her. <laughs> I mean, call me Liz. Yeah. I'm not a felon. Like, if I did that, f***ing Alan Jude from TechSnap would be pounding me in the ass in prison. It would be incredible. <laughs> and he'd be telling me, this is what you get for not using BSD. I love you, Alan. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. He was probably he probably became a BSD extremist and wound up in prison. You know, that's what happens to BSD users. So this is, uh, do you think this is a good move for t- Twitter long term, though? I mean, maybe bringing it back a little bit to the middle after they just announced that Tucker Carlson's going to be No, <laughs> no, they did not announce it, right? In fact, Elon disavowed Tucker. He said he has no special deal. He's like any other poster. Oh, okay. This is Auntie Kara. I'm sorry for offending you. That's what this is. Let me ask you a question. Is there any chance the Twitter CEO could have been a guy? I, I was always expecting I can't remember if I made that prediction, but I was always expecting it to be a woman. He needs to he needs and I'm not saying she's bad. I actually think this lady actually knows what she's doing. But Elon has a problem in that he got really, really drunk. I I'm just going to – listen back to the last few months. I just think what happened is he was drunk, he was high, and he made an offer to buy Twitter that he shouldn't have made because he was drunk. And I think Elon's always had this dream of some sort of crazy, easy way to buy and pay stuff. I mean that's why he was probably involved with PayPal. And so this idea that we're going to be the ultimate advertising buy everything app store is what he said. That's what he's. That's exactly what he said. Yeah, he, he well, he wants to, he he wants to be. Uh, oh my God, what's the Chinese app? Uh, not WeChat. Is it WeChat? Like an Alibaba. Oh, like an Alibaba. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. No, no, there's one in China where you can buy anything: your groceries, your computer. But it's never going to happen here. And if you advertise a you you advertise a you know some crazy vacuum product that vacuums out your car, you can just hit buy now on Twitter. It'll already have all your payment information, and you just get the product. It's going to be easy from ad to sale is what his whole pitch is going to be. But the, that's also what Sam Bankman-Fried's, not to bring him back up, but SBF, that's what he also pitched to investors, is that we want to be where you spend your next dollar, from bananas to crypto. It won't matter. Elon needs The Verge to start being positive on Twitter again, which, um, have, you li- have, you, have you read The Verge recently? Okay, let's go there. Story number three. Elon Musk is stuck with his Twitter sitter after court rejects bid to toss SEC. Are we reading the Verge headlines again? Is it, This is just a new segment. No, I mean, well, okay, if you want to. I love it. it. <laughs> I mean, it's my favorite segment. You want to? No, but really, unfortunately, oh my God, I have more bacon. We're all going to get cholesterol. I love bacon, though, so there's that. The reality is the Verge Vox writers 
Ooh. This is a uh, lean vegan bacon that doesn't hurt anybody and doesn't actually care about changing the world, but adding regulations and a bunch of nonsense. Mm, this is delicious. Mm. Oh, mm, I'm just eating this up as fast as possible. It tastes like mushrooms because it's tofu. Okay. So he needs to go from The Verge to Vox to, to you know, the New York Magazine to the New York Times. Right. That's that is the chain of. Oh, my God, I, I, I might be able to replace Tucker Carlson pretty soon. The liberal tech media that that's just what it is. I don't I don't know if he even cares. I think it's more I think if anything, it has more to do about Tesla. When you lose forty two billion dollars, you care. Well, sure. But he needs to get his focus back on Tesla or investors are going to just fry him. Tesla has a lot of headwinds, especially if we slide into a recession. People aren't going to be buying sixty thousand dollar cars. Tesla's committed to producing, to almost having the production cost and moving to Mexico. If they're going to do that, he's going to need to focus. Yeah, that I don't. I thought that was another drunken. How could he move to Mexico? I mean, he just he just built the plant in Texas. Well, like Ford does. Just the just the. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe you have multiple production facilities. You know, you like so. What Ford will do is they're the cars they're trying to sell for the cheapest. They they have produced in Mexico just what it is and then they import those you know what maybe we're making this too hard right maybe this is a dude and i'll admit to it we've all i think we've all done it but i'll take the hit here hanging out at the bar with some buddies you drank too much and you have to uber at home and in the morning you have to uber it back to get your car well he just probably has self-driving beta drive him home let's be real he's probably tweeting while the car is driving him home he probably even has his Presence detection stuff disabled and everything. I don't know why that makes it worse, but it does. I, <laughs> I'm trying to make Elon not crazy, like he just made a $42 billion mistake, and you're like, nah, he doesn't care. You're probably right. He, he, he Maybe he don't care. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. You know, maybe I owe Kara and the Verge staff an apology, because I, I have to think this guy thought it was a real business, right? Like, I, I just think he thought it was a real business. Maybe he really was that drunk and high. You know, the more I say it, the more I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And now he has to offload it to an adult to run it properly and turn it into a business that makes money. Yeah, but she's not going to make up $40 billion. She, that's no. Just... Especially now. And I'm, I don't want to put my credit card information on Twitter. And it's not, it's not because of her. It's like no one could do it, right? It's impossible. Yeah, it's too screwed. <laughs> I mean, unless there was a huge boom and they really found some sort of niche and the advertising really took off and they could sell products and take a cut. Do you know, do you know, what, I, you know what I think? Why do this? Honestly, like why, why ever do this? This is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Well, learn, observe and learn. You know, he could have just sat back in his Airstream and enjoyed life with his billions. Instead, he has yet another company. Wait a minute. So I shouldn't open my Spanish uh, language social network, El Verdad Social? <laughs> Tailscale.com slash coder. Go there to get a free personal account for up to 100 devices. And it's a great way to support the show while you are checking out a simple, secure mesh network for a team or an individual at any scale network. And it's all built on WireGuard. Tailscale is a zero config VPN. You can get it up and running in minutes. You got five minutes, you can get it going on like three devices. It lets you easily connect your systems, regardless of firewall, NAT, even the dreaded carrier double grade crazy net i can attest to that also works great i can attest on starlink devices connect directly to each other using wireguard's noise protocol encryption building you a mesh network with the best vpn security in the biz and they have got a client for every operating system and architecture so you can put it on your vps you can put it in your container you can put it on your mobile device you can put it on your laptop your desktop and then you get all the extra tooling too like tailscale ssh which lets you establish an SSH connection between your devices on your Tailscale network or Tailscale Send, kind of like AirDrop for all your computers and devices in the Tailscale network. I also do my family tech support this way. I run it on everything from like Arch x86 servers to Raspberry Pis running OpenSUSE or NixOS. And all my mobile devices and de desktops and laptops and everything else in between. And the Tailscale VPN is always on, so that mesh network, it's like you're always on a LAN. But the client is smart enough not to route extraneous internet traffic to that. It only routes the traffic destined for your tailnet. 
And so that way you can leave it on. It doesn't impact how your browsing works or anything like that. But all your machines have that stable static IP. Go try it for yourself for up to 100 machines and support the show at tailscale.com slash coder. Well, this just is horrible. Since 2013, an issue has persisted on the Toyota servers that has led to the vehicle data of 2.15 million users in Japan, or almost the entire customer base of Toyota, for both Lexus and Toyota brands. And the information has been available since 2013 due to just human error. It included things, location information, VIN information, customer name, car model. I mean, just worst case. And uh, it was just a, oops, configured it wrong. And um, they didn't uh, they didn't realize it until mid-April. The cloud system was set to public instead of private. I don't know if it was an S3 bucket or what. That's just what the Toyota spokesperson said. Probably. It was S3. This is a, you know why? Okay. Ugh. S3 sucks. They have tightened it up so much that to do anything practically where it doesn't take you a week to get your content available easily via just plain old HTTPS links. If you don't know what you're doing, and I personally hate S3 and Azure with a fiery passion, the easiest thing to do to stop your client from bitching at you is to just put it public and hope that by obscurity, meaning they can't guess the GUID on the URL, you'll be fine. And depending on how popular you are, uh, some people find it worth time to uh, to dig that up. Yikes. And you know, the thing is, is, Toyota has no way to notify people because people sell the cars multiple times. It changes hands. You know, It's just like... They have no idea the scope or how many people have been impacted. So I owned a Toyota through, through most of this period. My data is in there. Yeah, but it's only Japan customers so far, at least as far as we know. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe we'll discover next week. We'll be like, turns out. <laughs> Can we do a Coda Radio meetup in Kyoto? Yeah. Or, yeah. I would actually, but Tokyo is also very much on my list. You know what I mean? I'd- I'm not allowed in Tokyo because of a hostess bar incident. All right. We'll, uh, we'll pivot. It's because I told them that I was uh, Gary Oak, and they said, no, we're Ash Ketchum here. Joking. <laughs> Four score and seven boosts to go. A Hannigan comes in with 10,000 sats. Been listening for about a year, and I always enjoy the shows. Keep them coming with the cheesy ads. I need a new mattress anyways. This has been a common theme. You, you don't, actually. Just flip the f- and then rotate it. You don't. Right. Right. Well, not the mattress. The thing is, is... uh, Oh, I thought he was talking about his wife. (laughs) My bad. Marchie comes in with also a a row of Lucky Sats, 7,777. He wrote also sort of on the same vein. Sorry about the ad market. I hope you get some more ad revenue. Take the low-hanging fruit options if you have to. The supporters get an ad-free version anyways. So this is a theme that comes in from time to time. So wait, wait. Our listeners want us to start hooking on the street? Like, I feel... Yeah, they want us to say... They want us to sell, like, delivery toothpaste, boutique toothpaste that shows up in a tube on their doorstep. You know, I got an ad directly this morning. Can I read the ad? Good evening, Coda Radio listeners. My name is Donald Trump Jr. And I want to tell you that my buddy Hunter Biden is great. And we should all read his laptop. You know what? These guys make a good point. It is political season. We could make some great ads, money, ad money, selling to to politicians. Yeah, but you know who's going to hire us, right? Since we say the EU all the time, Putin. Putin's like, yes, we love you. (laughs) They said they don't care. So we're in the clear. No, you know, it's uh, it's a matter of you don't build something for 18 years to then come sit down and, and then crap all over it with these low quality ads it's like just not why you build something we, we, we joking aside and, and a little loose today but we care right i'm not gonna read ads for uh donald trump Jr. because joe biden already gave me some uh african blood diamonds so there you go and that can't track that cb comes in below the cutoff limit of like i don't know 2000 sats but i love the boost with 437 sats this is great news i convinced my work to allow linux for developers and they rolled out a company-wide policy allowing Linux for employee devices. So I got Ubuntu 22.04 all set up. It's fabulous. Isn't that great? Congratulations, CB. Dude, you got to tell us which devices, which OS, what tool chain. What, what, what is this? This is like the cock tease of Linux uh, info. Is it ThinkPads? Are they Dells? Like, what did you guys go with over there? And what, what, what tooling didn't work? How did you decide on what apps to use? Can I complain about JetBrains again? 
Yeah, well, he's he's complaining that he was complaining that they've taken out Hot Reload from .NET six onward. So you, I think you guys are in good company. Complain away. Wait, they took. Oh, that's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, he's, he says, if anybody knows a way around it, let him know. Uh, the fonts on JetBrains on Linux on my HP Dev One, which mm. we've had a difficult relationship at this juncture, and uh, I may have cracked that mother open a few times. Oh, yeah, dude, HP. This is a great question for you, Chris. You've been doing this since before the dinosaurs roamed the earth. When you write a good review, and then a couple of years later, the product starts to shit its pants. I, I do follow-ups, yeah, if, if it changes, yeah. You do? Yeah, because I think so few people actually do long-term follow-up, you know, reviews. They always catch it at the beginning of the product cycle when it's brand new. and So for years, every HP product I've bought, I have had RAM or drive issues. Oh, really? I used to, before I was a, can I say Mac without getting stoned? No. A Mac user? Oh, no. You're like, no, you're going to die, but it's fine. I used to buy Dells because, okay, guys, I'm old. At the time, Dell used to use Corsair RAM. Ooh, nice. Yeah. High-end, fancy RAM. Fancy RAM. That was less likely to, you know, cut its own wrists in a year. I still like Corsair RAM. So. Well, the Dev 1 is my, like, so the MacBook Pro I'm talking about is a $5,500 machine. Blah! Oh, excuse me. I just I threw up a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have an ex-wife that I'm not super fond of because she's the way she is. But I hate this machine more. No. Yes. It's a piece of The trackpad is sticking. And you could say user, but you know what? Nothing is spilled on it. Well, it's not even, it's not even a moving trackpad. It doesn't, you know, it, that, that movement is artificial, so it'd be not registering. Physically, like the 2000 MacBook Pro that I have in my closet that I'm going to send to to Dave. It's if I didn't look at the about me my you know the the spec sheet I wouldn't know. I like the retro look. I don't. I think it I think for 5 I'm sorry. I think for 5 grand this should look like I'd be able to stop the alien invasion. Yeah, maybe like it. They should go for a UFO look. I had a you know, I I I also agree. I have a lot of problems with mine too. It's not great. It's it it's the problem though is not the hardware, it's macOS. Or how about like replaceable parts so that if you you know, accidentally damage your machine, it's not a you know, $5,000 bath. Mhm. Mhm. I agree with you there. And the idea that I bought a $5,000 laptop sounds insane because because of this. <laughs> Well, that is the price of the Apple hardware these days. Dave Jones writes in with 5,150 sets. Woo! Coming in hot with the boot. <laughs> nice. I saw Ungo Bunga LLM chat interface last night for the first time running on an NVIDIA 4000 series card. It does everything chat GPT can do. Probably a lie. All running locally, all open source. Okay, Dave. Boom. There you uh, go. There's an example of an open source one. And local. Dave, 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 my, my, my friend. Walk away from this. Microsoft will destroy you as they destroyed my father, my cousin, my uncle. Your life, as it has been, is over. From this time forward, you will service us. How did you get old man bored? <laughs> That's what Microsoft Where says. did you get that from? That was amazing. <laughs> uh, Anonymous. Five thousand. B O O S T. Many sets do you need? To boost stream, to replace what you lost with ads from one listener, mm. and the answer to that is all of them. Yeah, five thousand sats from anonymous. There, uh, yeah, that's a good question. It says the issue is we don't have an answer because it's all very new, right? Mm. All right, all right. But thank you for the boost. Good and talked. Mind family and I hate sauerkraut from the store. Try fermenting your own and hit me back. The difference between the fermented and vinegar is lives apart. That being said, I still don't like fermented veggies. Just und cabbage. You're doing a good job. Okay. Thank you, Smart Growth, 5,000 sats. Yeah, I, uh, I've never tried homemade sauerkraut. I love it though. I I I just eat my hot dog. I mean, is this in response to my hot dog order? Is that what we're yep. talking? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you started this. This is your fault. I can't say the name Kennedy without having a shaky right hand because of my trigger. Fi- I mean, whoa! 
Faraday Fedora comes in with 2,024 sats. On the topic of Kennedy's interview, that was, uh, I guess, is it RFK, the the Democratic candidate, which I, I, don't, I mean, honestly, not my guy. I think it's good that he's in the race, though. He might be a better option than the guy that's in the house now. He says, I agree they could have handled that interview on ABC better. Well, aren't they both dead? I think RFK's got a little more life in him. I, Robert... Oh, there's another one, isn't there? Never mind. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I'm, or I'm getting, you know, again, not my guy, so I don't know the details. I thought this was a very macabre joke about assassinations. That's why I wouldn't read it. Okay, keep going. No, it's about the guy running for. So the, you know, RFK is running. ABC does an interview. They cut out all his comments about the vaccine. I got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had sex. There's more kids. It's great. Sperm, eggs. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been, he writes, I think they should have let him share his views and then afterwards go over the things that are known to be false. It's a shame he has some good things on his platform, but seems he doesn't have a great understanding of the scientific process and that is dangerous combo when sitting in the White House. I'd say Faraday, Fedora, you could go find it. There's several interviews where uh, the interviewer, there's, I shouldn't say several, there's a couple, he doesn't get very much coverage, where they do fact check. So you could go, they are out there. You can find it. Um, he also says, I find your lack of jaw jaw disturbing. We're talking about Star Wars Day. Misa has some some comments on this. <laughs> First of all, Misa legit thought you were talking about dead people. You're gonna blow your you're gonna blow your voice out with that, Jar Jar. Misa, very sorry. Misa also think that for one thousand one thirty eight sets. Uh, oh my God! What is that? That doesn't work. In, me, me, Misa thinks mere mortals podcast writes in. Gotta roll the R like you're Speedy Gonzalez or or uh, I I missed Somebody the R on that the one. R. <laughs> I roll a Gonzalez. There we go. Some people want to change Australia Day from June 26th to May January. 8th. <laughs> January. T- you know what, Australia? What they? What can they just be happy with what they got? Can't they? To May 8th, mate. You know. Okay, we'll change it. You know what? I didn't know what day it was to begin with. And Misa Jaja and the Stormtroopers don't give a crap. No, but we love I you. I say let the AI decide. Do you know what I learned recently? What? That the Outback restaurant is from Florida. Oh, I know. It's a bunch of bullshit. The Australian thing, yeah. Then you know what? They don't even have a Bloomin' Onion or Foster's Beer in Australia. But they do have lots of like deadly animals. Which is kind of like Florida. I would like to. Is that true, though, mere mortals? Is it true you don't have Foster's beer? Because here we're told it's Australian phobia. I'd like to know. Boost in and let us know. Ask not what your podcast can boost for you, but what you can boost for your podcast. Thank you, everybody who's been supporting the show with the boost. We do appreciate it. You can get in the fun with the new podcast app over at newpodcastapps.com and try out the podcasting 2.0 revolution. Revolution. Or. Keep your dang podcast app. Just get Albie. Get Albie.com. Then you can boost from the web, like the podcast index. You find Coda Radio on there. You get some sats in there. Boom, boom. You said you need to download Fountain. Boom, boom. Fountain's a great app, too. Fountain.fm. That is a podcasting 2.0 app, which is great. Um, And it'll give you a a pretty good onboarding experience because you can get the sats right there in the app, which is kind of a hand. Okay, too many voices on Monday. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you're going to blow it up. Also, a huge thank you to our members. Thank you very much, CoderQA.co. You get an ad-free version of the show. You get the new Coderly when it gets posted and keep the show on the road. Keep us going. Putting metaphorical gas in our tanks so that way we can out-gas here on the show. I, I don't know where I was going with that. CoderQA.co, or you can support all the you shows. sound worse than me. That's horrible. Jupiter.party. I know. It's just maybe it's, I'm full of gas. I don't know. You know, could be that. Anywhere you want to send the good people? Go to Alice.dev. I wrote some pretty crazy sh- the other night that might make you some money um, because I lost my mind and wrote it in C++. So business business <laughs> dude, we have to have a C++ episode. It's just, it's like Rolea. It's total Lovecraft. It's horrible. And I, I want to cry. Oh, all right. That sounds fantastic. I'll tell you what, we're entering the season of hot. And now that we're doing the show a bit later in the day, it is warm. I got the backwater fall going, and it's only wait, May. Wait, wait, Chris. When it's you and me, it's always the season of That's hot. true. So the show did move a little bit later in the day on Mondays. We now do it at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern over at jblive.tv. You can come hang out and hear the uncensored version of us or 
all the crap that we say before the show or after the show or help us pick a title or, I don't know, give us a hard time in the chat room. Legit help us pick a title. We'll probably do that. Please. That, yeah. That's 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 a thing. Yeah. And then if you know it, you're like 98, 99.8% of everybody else listening on the podcast and you want links to something, it's either right there in your app or you can go over there to coder.show slash 518er and get the links to everything we talked about today. You'll find our contact page over there as well, so you can send us an email. We appreciate that very much. Thanks so much for joining us on this week's episode. See you next week. <laughs>